0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management. How can you have the relationship that you have always hoped for? you can become closer and more connected to your partner with these real-world relationship-building ideas. Welcome to Coupled Up with your hosts, Karen collins Achetti and Max Achetti. If you want to be close to your partner, every interaction needs to be with that goal in mind. Now, here is Karen and Max. Welcome to Coupled Up. We are
1: excited to share with you ways that you can develop the relationship that you have always wanted. We developed the show to encourage couples to be proactive in developing the best relationship possible. Often by the time couples come into my practice to see me, it is after years of discontentment. Their issues are intense and resentment for one another has built up making it more difficult to return to a better place. More and more couples realize the value of coming in to meet with a couple's therapist long before they run into issues. As you and your partner seek out relationship information and guidance, you can navigate your relationship with intent and purpose that can help you become closer and stay close.
2: Hi, this is Max. Uh, None of us are born knowing how to navigate a relationship well, of course, or how to be a good partner, ourselves included, but we all can learn as we go how to become better partners for instance uh, Karen, Karen and I work together every day to learn how to be together meet one another's needs while also meeting our own and how to build the life that we want together we have learned from our previous experiences in relationships to become better partners to one another but Using all that you have learned about yourself as an individual and as a partner, of course, from previous relationships, you can learn what we want and what we need um, in, in a relationship. All right.
1: Think and about now Max. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, of course. Think about this for a second. It's no different than anything you have an interest in doing well. If you want to improve the way you play golf, you would collect knowledge and information to become a better golf player. You would build on what you have already learned from playing previously. If you want to improve your relationship, you can get knowledge and information to be better in your relationship in a similar way. The knowledge, information and experience that you gain will ultimately help you become the best partner that you can be.
2: So getting good at relationship happens with experience and desire to become good at it, not by accident.
1: Each week, we will be discussing topics that will help you have the best relationship possible.
2: So, last week, uh, last week's show, we discussed how you can increase respect and admiration for your partner. If you didn't catch uh, that show, it's worth listening to because we, uh, these are two significant protective factors that... Um, <clears throat> That Basically, will, uh, that if you incorporate into your relationship, you will be well on your way to having much closer connection with your partner.
1: On tonight's show, we are discussing how to get what you want in your relationship. One of the things that I think is critical to getting what you want is to clearly identify what it is that you want. I have posted my defining what you want questions for you on my website at www.theletterrlovestory.com on the Weekly's Couples Challenge page for you to follow along and use after the show. Tonight, I want to inspire you to consider what you want in your current relationship. Again, this is the first step to getting it. If you want to do this with your partner, it is best to write down your answers separately and then go over that.
2: Try to create, you know, uh, using your fantasy, the ideal partner with what kind of characteristic the partner right. would.
1: Put and out. then after you do that, consider what an ideal relationship for you would look like. Be descriptive, think of things you and your partner would do and say to one another. What would the dynamic be? How would you make one another feel? How would you treat one another, even when you are annoyed with one another?
2: So once you have allowed yourself to dream about what uh, your ideal partner and ideal relationship would look like, if you are in a current relationship, you can continue to ask yourself, the following questions it's helpful to write down your answers uh when doing this
1: make sure to elaborate using examples and descriptive information to get the most you can from considering these questions hopefully you find that your current relationship meets a lot of your needs but if it doesn't identifying what areas are strong and what areas you would like to create more strength in is the first step to getting more of what you want and need I would also like to point out that this is not to be used as an opportunity to be critical of all the things your partner doesn't measure up to. Instead, it is an opportunity to consider, learn, share, and grow together. Keep in mind that most relationships are not all bad or all good. Make sure to focus on all the things that are going great in your relationship too. So to begin,
2: consider if your current um, relationship is what you hope it should be.
0: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com dot com. Karen Collins' book, In the Pink, Developing Healthy Relationships, is written for people like you who are searching for that great partner or are already in a relationship. Karen's book will assist you in identifying the relationship that you want and need and help you to develop a plan of action to get you there. You will develop skills to be the best partner that you can be and learn how to write your own love story. Check out In the Pink, Developing Healthy Relationships, available at Amazon.com and through PayPal. Karen Collins-Achetti is happy to help you via online therapy. She is licensed for therapy in both Florida and Ohio and can offer relationship coaching in all 50 states. To schedule an appointment, visit OurLoveStory.com. If you would like to schedule an in-person session and you're in the South Florida area, Karen is located in Jupiter and can be reached at 561-512-9743. You can also schedule an appointment from your computer or smartphone. Visit rlovestory.com. That's the letter R, lovestory.com. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Coupled Up with Karen Collins-Achetti and Max Achetti. Would you like to share your story or have a question or comment for the show? please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to karencollins71 at yahoo.com. You can also visit Karen's website at rlovestory.com. That's letter R, lovestory.com. Now back to Coupled Up.
1: Welcome back to Coupled Up. Just before the break, we were discussing how to get what you want in your relationship. We have just a few more points to make, and then we'll move on to answering a listener question.
2: So we were discussing about what kind of uh, uh, relationship, if your current relationship um, uh, is going well, or uh, if it's so in what way, if it's not what you're missing. So, and, and Karen was suggesting something at this
1: Yeah, I was suggesting to ask some questions for you to be able to consider how things are going. But I wanted you to keep in mind that most relationships are not all bad or all good. Make sure to focus on all the things that are going great in your relationship too. And, not, and I, even though you're evaluating your relationship, I don't want you to take this opportunity to be critical of all the ways your partner maybe doesn't measure up. But instead, it's not... You have pr- to be critical. I know. Instead, <laughs> it is an opportunity to consider, learn, share, and grow together. Um, yeah, it's
2: for instance, uh, uh, just to remind yourself, just to remind yourself what attracted you about your partner and uh, uh, what continues to keep you attracted to your partner and vice versa, right?
1: Sure. And consider if your current relationship is what you hoped for, um, hoped it would be, and if so, in what ways? If not, what is missing? You can think of how you might describe your relationship as if you were telling someone the story of you and your partner. That can kind of be a good way to to get kind of your ideas flowing and your ideas started.
2: Yes, for instance... uh, um I don't know, uh, just if I pops out of my mind, uh, for instance, how many times you go out with your partner as a couple um, and how many times as individual because, you know, you keep your individual-like uh, life... Individual, individuality. Individuality. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, if you spend more time alone uh, without your partner and in, instead of with your partner probably... You know, there is something that you you can consider.
1: And I want you to also consider if you could do anything that you wanted um, together with your partner, what types of things would you like to do? And, you know, why aren't you doing them and what what could you do um, to incorporate those things in your relationship? thinking about what you used to do when you first met is helpful. Um, sometimes as, as we go along in relationships, we stop dating one another and, you know, going back and thinking about, you know, we used to have so much fun when we did whatever it was, can really kind of be a way to to get those thoughts rolling again as to what you might like.
2: That's, that's very nice. It is very interesting because we met in front of a uh, uh, Two glasses of wine, right? But you don't—you really don't like wine, and I'm still keep drinking by myself. So basically, I'm enjoying now wine by myself. You don't drink.
1: I drink wine So it's exactly it. what we
2: did the the, the first time, right?
1: Um, and also considering what goals you would like to set together for the relationship and for the life you are building together. You can explore your intimate life. See if, if consider if it's satisfying to you. For instance, how often do you have sex? How important is that to you? You should elaborate on the ways that your sex life is good and on the ways that you would like to see it improve.
2: And of course, there is not a um, like one idea of how good it is. Like, it has to be, of course, a personal related like.
1: Sure, it's negotiated. It's what works for both yeah. of you, even if you have totally different. Um, ideas obviously figuring out what works for you as a couple
0: yeah
1: and um, consider what changes you would like to make within your relationship at this time for fun um, if you could create a scene or fantasy that you and your partner could live out what would that script of that scene look like and I find for this it's, it's fun to actually pretend you are actually in a movie you know what would you what would you want to watch what would you want to see what how would you want your relationship to look for instance if there were people sitting in the theater watching the life story the love story of you guys what would you want to portray I find that's a really interesting way to to kind of get to the to the bare bones of what you really want because we all can relate to going to the theater and how a movie makes you feel and Um, You know, if it touches you or if it moves you and, you know, what, what do what would you as a couple want to portray to everyone you come into contact with to one another? It's kind of a good way to, to get a good picture of. Of what you want and where you're current, and then look at where you're currently at, and then how maybe you can get there.
2: So, if you have to fantasize a, mo- a movie, uh, what kind of movie you would think would make, for instance, uh, you like?
1: I have no idea. That's that's a very that's a very. Um, I don't know that I can answer that question quickly. I have I to think about it.
2: I will suggest to you the Italian job, for instance. Uh. Yeah, well,
1: that's just because you like Charlize Theron a lot, right? Well, that's
2: true, and right? you kind of resemble her, but uh, um, not really.
1: Um, but thank you, that's a nice compliment. <laughs> that was
2: my compliment, of course. Yes. Yeah.
1: Um, But you can look at this, um, I, I hate to kind of equate this to a work evaluation, but it sort of is an evaluation, and I don't want to, I definitely don't want to call it a performance evaluation, but it sort of is. It's like, how are you guys doing in your relationship? Where, where do you want to be, and what can you do to get there? You know, by talking about the things that you enjoy, that you want to do, that you wish you were doing, um, you can really again get to know one another and get a feel for what your partner desires and this should be a fun conversation and again not critical but just really get into the the core of what each of you would like to see and then negotiating what works for both of you um there may be some differences but that's okay you're never going to completely align on everything as you i'm sure you know if you've been together for some time
2: of course i mean like well and uh of, of course uh, if you start feeling evaluated by your partner probably <laughs> you know the, the the game is not what is intended to be right, <laughs> right? That's, it's that's, not exact,
1: like, that's not what I'm certainly not what I'm meaning but just like at the end of you know I don't know how many people do this but I'm you know uh, very um, regimented about this that every year I look at where i'm at it could be it's career it's personal it's everything and well, so well, i want to do a self-evaluation it would
2: be my problem so it would be like <laughs> a time of my evaluation
1: no right? i'm just saying that it's kind of similar to evaluating where you are personally you can do that in terms of your relationship and you know i find that a lot of a lot of people say that they've never thought to do this and i think well that's really strange because it's one of the most important things You know, it it affects every aspect of our life, you know, our home life, our relationships, personal, professional, all of that. And, you know, if we're not really looking at what we have in comparison to what we want, um, how deep of a connection we want and how close we are with our partner. And again, I'm not talking about things that you know, are to be, you know, to criticize somebody to the point where it's a negative. That's that's not at all what I'm talking about. But looking at ways that you can improve together and grow together as a couple, you know, a lot of times I think we can get into a habit of feeling like our partner should be able to read our mind or know what we're thinking or know what we like. And the reality is you can't read my mind. I have to share with you what my needs are. And my needs are definitely different at forty something, I'm not giving that away. As <laughs> than they were when I was twenty or thirty something. And even if you're with the same person, those needs are going to to naturally change. So you can't expect your partner to know, even if they used to know.
2: That's an evolution, right? Even it's a personal evolution, but also it's a capital evolution. So and um, and you have to keep in mind that things are dynamic. And, and you evolve with your partner and you go um, uh, with that. So,
1: well, hopefully, right? You know, I think we've all seen couples where you can see um, they've moved forward and grown together and evolved and, and um, you know, kind of grown up together, right? And then you see the couples that um, have spent the same number of years together, but have somewhat. Um, veered off and went into different paths. Those are, you know, maybe the people that, you know, spend a lot of time with their friends and doing things on their own and doing things individually and their likes and um, hobbies don't really cross over much. Um, So, you know, obviously staying on a uh, course together and evolving together and growing together, but still having some individuality is ideal.
2: Of course, bottom line, what what we are trying to suggest is this idea that when you start probably having some doubts or feeling a little disconnected, it's just to... Uh, to to be proactive to try to reconnect with your partner so that's that's pretty much what what we are trying to you know to suggest like doing things um, trying to to be um, yes proactive uh, proposing, Something proactive
1: instead of reactive. We talked about that earlier, yeah,
2: exactly. Exactly, because of course, it's easy eventually to point a finger and say, Oh, you don't do this, you are uh, you're disrespecting me in this way, you know. But we always, uh, when we do that, we always lose the other face of the coin, which is us, basically, right? You know, so we are 50% of the. we have 50% of responsibility in a couple, so, and if we point a finger, we should point a finger also.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure, yeah, right? I'm
1: pretty sure that none of us are perfect. Um, that leads into our question that we were emailed this week. Yeah, um, we true. received a question from Haley, and it totally fits in with what we were just discussing. Um, Haley writes, I have a situation where I feel like my boyfriend, Mike, does not appear as devoted to me or our relationship anymore. We have been together now for just over a year. When we first met, everything seemed good. He was attentive, called me all the time. We spent most nights together at either his house or mine when we did not have our respective children. We had the official, we are dating only one another conversation in about month three. He met my daughter. I met his son's. After we had dated for about six months, I noticed that he seemed a little distant, preoccupied, and not as excited to do things with me. When he seems distant, it makes me feel insecure and scared that he may be interested in someone else. So I recently asked him if he is interested in anyone else, and he asked me why I would think that. I told him that I felt like he he has been more distant and is not really that excited to see me. He assured me that he is committed and, and continues to be committed to our relationship, and I accepted that response. However... Last week, he seemed more preoccupied and distant. The feeling that he is not being honest or or is hiding something is driving me crazy and impacting how I feel about the relationship and myself.
2: The fact that she said he's uh, driving me crazy is not surprising.
1: Yeah, I mean, only well, it affects you. And, she, and I love how she said it affects how she feels about the relationship, Mike, and impacting her own self-esteem. So, Haley, I want to encourage you to not worry about something that you are not certain of. This can consume a lot of energy that could be used for taking care of yourself and devoting to your relationship. In other words, your energy is better spent on doing things in your relationship instead of worrying about possible cheating. If you are connected and doing well, neither of you will likely do anything to jeopardize that or have any desire to be with anyone else. And the reality is, he may not be doing anything wrong. Sometimes it is easy to let fear of being lied to Grow so big that it seems like it must be really happening, and it may cause you to be distant from him. Obviously, if we if it's a trust thing, we can pull back because we're kind of protecting ourselves.
2: Exactly. So probably, uh, I don't think it's the case of uh, of. Helium, uh, Mike. Haley, yeah, <laughs> because um, uh, but people can uh, you know just cheese a ghost. Like thinking that something is happening, but it's not. It's just the fear that is talking, and uh, and, and making up uh, a situation that probably doesn't doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that people are crazy. So it's just because <laughs> fear or be afraid that something happened probably can, you know, uh, generate like a lot of distress and. Uh, right. And, and affect you and your behavior. Basically. We
1: talk all the time about how past relationships um, impact our future relationships but this can be a good example of you know something may be happening in the past that is still affecting you know this current relationship yeah. or that's affecting this current relationship when it may not be really Mike doing that much, but it's it's causing you to be worried. But I also wanted to point out that once fear takes over and this thinking occurs, you may see only behaviors that become evidence that backs up your fear, like um, he's been coming home late a lot, he doesn't call as much, he doesn't plan as much fun things to do together. So then you disregard all of the information that supports your fear, like noticing the time you, um, that doesn't support your fear, sorry. Like noticing the time you do spend together and the things he does for you. If he is being dishonest to you, you have no control over his behavior, but you do have control over your own thoughts and behavior.
2: That or at you least have. you can understand what's happening to you, you know?
1: Sure. The control that you do have is to express your thoughts and feelings about this to Mike and be the best partner that you can be to him. Based on the conversation that you have with Mike about your needs and wants, along with his, you can decide from there what you would like to do moving forward. Often it is easy to assume whenever is making your partner distance from you, distance sorry, distant from you has to do with you. But have you considered that it could be stress from work or something else that maybe he just hasn't brought up to you yet?
2: Exactly. So, meaning that he feels um, stressed out for something that it's not, of course, um, related to. Uh, to the relationship, the romantic relationship, but is word uh, is worded for you know anything else. Uh, can be also something that is imagining to to be right. you know
1: same situation bad
2: exactly. Exactly. So but and you have to consider that probably the fact that he doesn't want to talk about the the specific thing is something that he is afraid. So is sure. avoiding and avoidance is because it's something that you can you cannot face. It's, it's a fear-based, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So
1: what I was thinking too is you can, as you express to him your thoughts and feelings about this, making sure you talk from an I perspective, not from a you, um, always or you never perspective, maybe he will open up to you and talk to you about what is going on for him. For example, um, you could say, I really need to feel connected to you instead of saying, you never spend much time with me anymore. Or... I really want to have fun with you this weekend. Instead of saying you never plan anything fun for us to do anymore, hopefully you can see the difference in the wording and the benefit of that approach. And like I said before, sorry, Max, don't forget he can't read your mind.
2: No, exactly. I mean, it's it's always the idea of being proactive and make your partner comfortable eventually to share something that can be, you know, uh, it, it it afraid it you know, it's, it's a problem for him. Sure. It's like being
1: soft enough to have that vulnerable conversation. So by letting him know what you need, it opens the door for him to share and asking him, you know, what, what he may need from you. Um, that's a great place to start. And it just opens up the door for him to, to be hopefully, um, vulnerable and realize, you know, you're there from a soft spot, not from a critical perspective.
2: Hopefully, he won't reply. A beer, right? <laughs> right.
1: Um, it's it is important to talk about what you want and need with Mike, and making sure that he knows what doesn't feel good to you or what isn't working for you. Um, sometimes it's easy to assume your partner should automatically know because you've been together for a long time. But as we mentioned just a little bit earlier, our needs and wants change, and we gotta we gotta keep um, you know expressing what we want and what we need. Um, Mike certainly can't read your mind. Um, go ahead.
2: Yeah, and uh, I mean, after uh, <laughs> we will be and break um, in a few, a few seconds. But uh, probably I will give you a the guy the guy's perspective in the situation because now we are uh, thinking about like a woman that you know she uh, uh, email us and you know uh, with her concerns. But right. I'm I'm sure that there are. Uh, Men, probably facing the same issues, and uh, and probably I can give you uh, a good perspective and awesome. uh, see what
1: happens. All right. So when we're back from the break, we'll hear Max's guys. He's speaking for the guys' perspective.
2: Yeah. We'll be back in just a few. I hope so. <laughs>
0: Karen Collins-Achetti is happy to help you via online therapy. She is licensed for therapy in both Florida and Ohio and can offer relationship coaching in all 50 states. To schedule an appointment, visit OurLoveStory.com. If you would like to schedule an in-person session and you're in the South Florida area, Karen is located in Jupiter and can be reached at 561-512-9743. You can also schedule an appointment from your computer or smartphone. Visit OurLoveStory.com. That's the letter R. LoveStory.com. Karen Collins' book, In the Pink, Developing Healthy Relationships, is written for people like you who are searching for that great partner or are already in a relationship. Karen's book will assist you in identifying the relationship that you want and need and help you to develop a plan of action to get you there. You will develop skills to be the best partner that you can be and learn how to write your own love story. Check out In the Pink, Developing Healthy Relationships, available at Amazon.com and through PayPal. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Coupled Up with Karen Collins Achetti and Max Achetti. Would you like to share your story or have a question or comment for the show? please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to karencollins71 at yahoo.com. You can also visit Karen's website at rlovestory.com. That's letter R, lovestory.com. Now back to Coupled Up.
1: Welcome back. Max is going to give us a quick guy's perspective
2: yeah, I was um, kind of feel entitled to to say something because you were kind of you know pointing out like a, a, a woman a woman uh, like version of the of potential issue in a couple, right? Sure. So that I mean, uh, men can fi- can face the same the same similar issues, especially if, for instance, uh, um, they feel worried for their job, you know. Um, there is this this um, cultural uh, uh, picture of man that has to uh, provide uh, uh, money and food for, for for the family, right? So probably if the the for some reason uh, he is worried about his job. Um, of course, that that fear can can affect um, the relationship and there is also another component that of course men should it's always uh, a cultural picture like uh, shouldn't ask for help but it's not true i mean we are vulnerable as any other human being so and and probably as you said you know like to approach in a way and say, hey, you know, I'm here to help, you know, there's something that I can do, um, probably will help him to, to open up and, and, and share with you what what is, if it's a real issue, even not like a ghost, as we, we, we discussed before. Absolutely. So.
1: I've thought, believe it or not, Max, I've thought about the fact that it is probably really, really hard to be a man. I think it's really hard to be a woman. We have our own set of things. We ought, you know, whatever, just even getting ready in the morning is hard, but because of all the things we have to do. But I do think that, um, honestly, I do, and not joking, I do think that there's a lot of pressure on guys to, you know, be a certain way and provide a certain, you know, level of security for the family. It's a lot. It's a lot of pressure. I, I think I've, I've, um, thought about that a lot more as my son Nick is 19 and getting into his own um, life and all of the expectations that comes with being a adult man. So, thank you so much for your perspective. That's great. Wow. So, I wanted to
2: just... Happy to help.
1: I know, right? I just wanted to mention that next week we will be discussing how mental health issues like depression and anxiety can impact relationships. Um, we will discuss... Which are not
2: the only... Uh, mental health issue that mm, absolutely. you don't know,
1: like absolutely um, we will discuss ways to assist with identifying you um, if you or your partner may be experiencing depression anxiety or other mental health issues that are contributing to your relationship stress or dissatisfaction so next um, I wanted to just uh, mention a little bit for the singles out there um, I want to um, have anybody who's looking for that amazing relationship um, really ask um, yourself, what are you looking for in a partner and in a relationship? And when you're in search of a partner, I don't really uh, think that the good uh, that a good approach is um, I will know it when I find it approach. And I think that if that it is important to have thoughtfully considered what it is that you really want and really need. Um, I've noticed that when I ask clients what they are looking for in a partner, I usually get somewhat of a blank stare. And-
2: Absolutely, also <laughs> this is very difficult to, um, you know, uh, the describe in detail. I mean, you can right. describe like the physical aspects, right? It's easy, but if you have to describe how you want to feel when you are in a relationship, it's it's very it's more difficult because you are in a in a domain where comes uh, concept like respect or love or um, mm-hmm. feeling great or satisfied, it's very subjective, are very subjective. So probably respect can mean something to me, but it has exactly. another meaning for you, right? So that's, that's why Absolutely. I think people uh, struggle, or at least they are little... You know, it's put, so, to, it's an
1: off-putting question oh, for sure. Uh, absolutely. So, so yeah, so it's just not always crystal clear, but um, it can be easier to start with identifying what you don't want to get what you actually do want. Um, I think when I was determining what I wanted in my relationships, I worked backwards and could easily say exactly what I didn't want, um, and once I realized that, I could do um, I could easily turn it around into a statement of what um, I wanted would look like. Max, like max did, right? right At some point, you said Max. It is Max. <laughs> um, how did you figure out what you wanted in a partner? Oh, that's
2: interesting because I don't think I, I I figure something out. So I'm still in the process. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's a problem because you're stuck with me. <laughs> no, you're
2: wow. really. I actually I I I work out a little bit in the past and see. Uh, what I really want in our relationship and I find out that for instance uh, uh, something that is very important and it comes very natural to you is respect so I always told you how respect is important to me and and you just you know uh, you incarnate that kind of uh, um, feature uh, that's why I think I'm stuck with you
1: well, it's a mutual respect thing too, and that does not mean you know we don't get annoyed or aggravated. We, oh, not that Tonight same. we were obviously having technical difficulties, and uh, it's testing. You know, he's frustrated, I'm frustrated. He blames me, and I'm like, it's not my fault. So but I'm
2: still pouring wine, so in order to but, <laughs> to make them.
1: <laughs> but you, you, but you try. Even if things are said that are are frustrating, you can easily pull one another back in and move forward and you know like you said respect for you is to me that is absolutely critical if I don't feel respected I just like I withdraw and don't want to be in that relationship but go ahead sorry yeah no I mean
2: and you know uh, of course when we are frustrated is uh, is situational so it we know when it starts and and of course, when it ends, so uh, if you, you are chronically frustrated, probably it's because the relationship, it's breaking apart, so you cannot find a way or probably your partner is not the right one in order to go back, settle, you know, uh, uh, not find anymore or, or, or find an agreement uh, and, and move forward.
1: So, for singles, I wanted to just go so over... So, now on.
2: we are ch- uh, changing topic, no, right? No, no, we're we're, just,
1: we're working on singles. Um, we may have slightly veered, but that's okay, right? Uh, so, I guess. I'm... So, for singles, I think knowing what your values are can further guide you in choosing a partner. And what I mean by values, it's the relationship values. Like, for instance, um, how do people see their future together examples are like um family relations do you want to talk about that real quick Max. well
2: i mean i i don't i don't think i'm the best person to talk to <laughs> because i'm italian you know and we have a very strict rules in terms of family no i'm joking but everybody's uh, welcome yeah no I, of course i mean like no I, oh, I was just making fun of myself but uh, the thing is you're right i mean like values are basically the glue of, of, of a relationship like if we value uh, similar things like for instance uh, between me and you there's respect and uh, uh, we we are sh- we share basically you know this important concept and uh, it basically
1: uh, to me that falls know. under like the intimate part of so like uh intimate relationships like how we are how we are with one another, how we treat one another, what type yeah. of husband you want to be, what type of wife I want to be, um, what type you know, how do we want our sex life to be, and um, you know, just making sure those things align or we can negotiate them. Yeah. yeah. And then family relationships I was kind of getting at like um, you know, how involved do we want our family to be? Like, you know, um, do we want to live next door to your family like everybody loves Raymond's kind of kind of family or is okay. that like too close for comfort? Okay. And then like physical well-being and recreation for instance like asking yourself a few questions like how how does exercise, physical and mental health care fit into your life? Do you want a partner that is as active as you are? What types of activities do you enjoy or
2: doing? Or inactive as you are? Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you. I mean, obviously, if you're not a runner, you probably. You know, maybe you don't want to date a runner, but if you both, you know, like enjoy to run, couch,
2: of course. Exactly. Couching is a- right. So
1: and so knowing what level of activity you need um to avoid getting bored. I know for me, I couldn't be with someone who didn't have a lot of energy and who wasn't as active as I am. It would I would get bored in two minutes. Why why I'm here? (laughs) Because you do the same things I do. And then another another aspect is another value is parenting. Like what are your ideals as a parent? Um, how would you want to raise your kids? Um, would you, you know, would you guys be on the same page with discipline? Would one of you want to be super relaxed and the other more strict? Obviously, there's a middle ground and, you know, but discussing and knowing and kind of having your mind, you know, um, aware of what your approach is going to be so you can align better with whomever you're, you know, looking for. Yeah, I
2: mean, and, I mean, yeah, you're just talking about something that it's, it's kind of uh, fundamental those are the basement of uh, of, of, but I don't
1: uh, think people always think about it and then they get into a relationship and a marriage and then they're like oh my gosh we have totally different views on these things
2: And it's exactly the point of our show like basically what we are saying is just to put more consciousness of
1: the way we are
2: in in a relationship so that's that's exactly the the statement of, of 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 what we are trying to propose
1: right so a couple others are friendship and social life how social do you like to be how often do you want to go out with others and as your own and on your own as a couple um and employment this one i this one i love like i have to align with um, my partner at, in employment, um, I want to be with someone who has a strong work ethic. You, you know, what kind of employee you are, um, how many hours a week do you, you know, expect each and, you know, one another to work. And also in this kind of um, how important is money and status to you? Um, really important. Um, and education, personal growth. Also, how important is education to you? How do you want to continue to grow and develop? And is your partner on the same page with that? This is where I see a lot of couples kind of verge, where one, you know, still um, is interested in more education, more self um, development, and, and the other person yeah, yeah. isn't. And then they kind of um, lose sight of their connection. So the
2: fact that I have a PhD in cognitive psychology. It works. It really worked on your okay. Exactly.
1: Okay. Also, spirituality is important to consider, you know, um, what your beliefs are and if they are close to aligning, and if that's important. Um, and what type of community? Um, community is also another value. Um, like, where do you want to live? For instance, if, you know, one of you wants to live in a small town and um, that doesn't have a lot going on, but the other person wants to live in a big city, that's kind of a huge difference that would need to be I miss a big city. I know. Oh, my. Jupiter is not that. <laughs> Anyways, so understanding how important these types of values are um, and how important it is to you for your partner to have similar um, values. And... Individually, it may not seem like a big deal, but many couples experience tension within their relationship because of the different perspectives on the values listed above. It, it is okay to have different values as long as you can negotiate those differences. For example, on parenting, it is unlikely that you will have exactly the same mindset on how you should raise your children, but as long as you can agree on an approach that provides a consistent environment for the family, it can work well to establish a united front.
2: Yeah, and if you uh, consider your details uh, within the values there that are most meaningful to you, how you see yourself or how you want to live, you can see where you align and where you may not with people that you're dating. So again, I think it's hard to find what are you looking for in someone, if you have not identified what you want and need.
1: Absolutely. So, and by taking this first step to know what you want and need, you're setting yourself up to find what you're looking for. Um,
2: yeah, I mean it's like, and I know weekly uh, couples challenge this week will will help you <clears throat> determine what respect means, two ways, and um,
1: no, yeah, it will. Work, I'm sorry, Max. I'm I, lost I, I, okay. something, I, something I like set that. him up with that. Um, our weekly couples challenge this week will provide you with an idea or ideas that you can do to proact- proactively build your relationship up. Um, so, um, what it's on. Stop. You need to go to uh, my webpage um, at www.ourlovestory.com and um, you. You can find um, on the weekly couples challenge all of the questions that we went over in the initial um, couple segment, and you can answer them. And what I recommend is that you answer them um, separately and then come back together and discuss them. Um, and again, um, not, you know, if you um, do that from a non critical vantage point, um, just looking at it as a, uh, simply as a way to improve on what you already have um, by understanding one another's needs better. Um, that is my intent of those questions. And, you know, take time to go through them, do it separately, and really allow yourself to, to really ponder and think and um, jot down what your... You know what your thoughts are and look at it from a behavioral perspective so examples you know what behavior would that be like what would you see your partner doing what would you want to be doing all right so if you have any questions about that please feel free to email me that's that's more than fine Um, and i just want to thank everybody for joining us for coupled up tonight i hope that you have gained a clear picture on how you can identify what you want and need in your relationship As like I said before, this is the first step to getting more of what you want and need.
2: Don't forget that next week we will discuss about how mental health issues in general can impact your relationships. And of course, we want to hear from you. If you you or your partner would like to be a guest,
1: just
2: let us know know uh, or an email.
1: All right. We will be here next week.
2: Thanks for listening.
0: Thank you for being a part of our program. Remember, Coupled Up with Karen Collins-Achetti and Max Achetti can be heard live every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until our next show, don't forget to find at least one thing you can do to strengthen your relationship this week.